Hi, lovelies. How are you? So if you want to know how I am, let me start with this. I went to the dentist today and, okay, actually wasn't so bad. I used to literally dread the dentist the most. Like my friend Kim used to come with me when I had the dentist because I really didn't want to go alone. Anyway, turns out even that's changed, which is great because she doesn't live here in France. So really, it's another prime example of how this mindset work is magic. So the actual reason I wanted to even bring up the dentist was to talk about breaking rules, breaking norms, and generalizations, since that's what hacking is all about. And of course, this episode is going to cover really specifically what it means to be a hacker as well. So let me start here. I'm at the dentist because of toothache, right? And I'm bracing myself for fillings, maybe even a root canal. And then the dentist tells me that I have a baby tooth. Still, at 33, about to be 34, she said baby teeth don't last more than 25 years. So really think about that. My baby tooth, defying all the odds, surviving an extra eight, almost nine years. Like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Science, doctors, research, common sense and knowledge. My little baby tooth is defying all of them. Because dentistry, teeth, like time, they're not one size fits all. Our physical bodies are not a one size fits all. We see this in the fact that we literally have different shapes everywhere. Like when I was younger, I so wanted to be just a little bit taller. But even hanging around with my really tall friend Han didn't make me taller, right? So they can say that we become the average people of the people we hang out with, but that does not apply to height, let me tell you. And then there's our nutrition. Again, not a one size fits all. We can have different allergies, different digestive behavior, our relationships, and even our desires about relationships. They're not all the same as well as our desires for ourselves and even what we find attractive. Like, shocking as it may be to some of you listening, some people do not find George Clooney attractive. (laughs) So why am I even bringing all this up to you today? Because I see the mass marketization of time everywhere. And before we go into it, let's actually define a mass market. A mass market product can be thought of as like a one-size-fits-all product that's intended for the masses. So like for a large customer base, a lot of people like iPhones, they've become a mass market product, okay? So bringing it back to time, the mass marketization of time can be seen really obviously in a few areas. The first I'll mention is the 40-hour work week decided on over a hundred years ago by Henry Ford for his manufacturing workers. And we should add that he actually cut hours down before then people were working longer and he saw that it wasn't efficient. So we have this one guy making a decision for his business in one industry and boom, it's adopted by all. And not only adopted by all factories, no, no. Adopted by all industries across geographies. (laughs) Like all people, all the different people were supposed to conform to it. No consideration for individuals. Even let's talk about women for a minute. We have like a monthly cycle that men don't experience. No consideration there. And let's add, the times were decided for us as well. 
So nine to five, like, like as though everyone works best during those hours. No consideration for the individuals, the parents, the night owls. No ability to choose our own hours, right? Like, like the reality was to follow these time rules from this like time dictatorship that was built to be mass market. So we have 40 hours and we have nine to five, both mass market, both worked for a while. Like, let's say this, it's not that these processes were bad when they were implemented. And again, like everything that I speak about and teach about, it's like you have to be willing to start something in order to see if it works. So no, like, well done for everyone for implementing this, but this is just the groundwork. This is not supposed to stay this way for over 100 years. Like, really, amazing testing ground. It's just much like Henry Ford revolutionized the work week and the work hours of his time 100 years ago. We are ready for another time revolution. Second up, let's talk about calendars. Proven useful for many, not useful for all, at least not in the same way. It may, work that f it may work that for some of you listening, you put everything in your calendar and you follow it all perfectly. And if that's you, continue as you are. And if that's not you, then no, there is nothing wrong with you. Time is not a one-size-fits-all approach. Calendaring and having a calendar does not, make, does not automatically mean that shit gets done. And in fact, for each of you listening, there are so many things that you do every single day without a calendar. Like, is it in your calendar to brush your teeth? What about to go to the toilet? Yes, I went there because the calendar isn't a requirement. And so many people come to me and come to Time Hackers struggling to follow their calendar and I'm like, fuck the calendar. If it's not working for you, you can drop that struggle right now. It's not necessary. There's a better way that allows you to achieve more in less time with more ease. And I should add that again, this is a general tool is useful, but the idea that everything needs to be scheduled or it won't get done is outsourcing responsibility to a calendar over yourself and that, my friends, never works. Also, the idea that you know on a Sunday what your Thursday will look like and nothing will come up in the week to change any of that is completely ridiculous. <laughs> I went there, right? I really went there. I want you to think about this. The world moves fast. We have more access to information than ever before. We have more access to connection and communication than ever before. We are able to learn and implement faster than ever, which means the decisions you make on a Sunday may not be the decisions that make the most sense on a Thursday. So instead of white knuckling your previous decisions, remember who the fuck you are <laughs> and build self-trust and self-responsibility to make the, the best decisions as you go and actually follow through on them. This is gonna save you time. This is gonna allow you to move forward faster and has lots of like yummy side effects like fueling confidence and draining doubt. So the last one I'm going to mention, but listen out and you will hear many. I want you to think about that. This is the last one I'm mentioning today, but there are many. The one I'm gonna mention is the number of hours of sleep you should have. Now, like you, I have read all about eight hours necessary, nine hours necessary. Five hours is the best. And you should wake up, by the way, at 6 a.m., at 5 a.m., at 7 a.m., at 4 a.m. Not to mention 
you should sleep a number of perfect cycles, like this 90-minute cycle. So eight hours and 90-minute cycles, waking up at 6 a.m. Can you see how maybe all this pressure we are putting on ourselves to get the perfect sleep might be creating worse sleep? Right? We've tried to make sleep this mass market product <laughs> and we are sleeping worse than ever. And sure, technology does have an impact, I'm sure. That's what they're saying for sure. But maybe we're spending more time on technology because we're afraid of failing sleep. Like literally, we've made the most relaxing, nourishing activity, something we can do right or wrong. And today, I call bullshit. Listen, I love sleep. This is by no means saying be cheap on yourself with sleep quite the opposite. But when you approach sleep like an exam in school you can pass or fail, you are already taking away from its purpose. Rest. Rest is the purpose of sleep. So instead, you may want to approach sleep with curiosity, with compassion, with trust. I'm going to tell you, I once slept over 16 hours. Like Before it actually happened, I thought it was physically impossible but my body needed it, it was so nourishing. I was after six weeks of intense volunteering and travel, yes. But had I gone to sleep and set my alarm, I wouldn't have recovered as fast. Now listen, you're probably thinking, yeah, it was 16 hours sleep, who has time for that? So I'm not saying you need to have 16 hours sleep. Maybe you do need to get up for a certain time to start your day. What I'm saying here is that you don't have to follow anyone else's sleep rules. Follow your own. Curiosity is far more powerful than pressure when it comes to putting your head to the pillow at night. Now, some nights, I will even tell you, when I've not been able to fall asleep, I've put on relaxing sounds, calmed my body and mind down without sleep, which has been way more powerful than stressing or time-watching and getting annoyed. And actually, that's not even happened for so long now because I'm so fearless when it comes to not being able to sleep. I've not made it a problem anymore. Okay, so all that to say, sleep isn't a one-size-fits-all. It doesn't matter what your best friend, what your parent, or what your neighbor does. Be willing to do what feels good for you and know that that can change day to day. Listen, this is why I'm training people to become time hackers. A hacker is someone that uses non-standardized ways to accomplish things, to accomplish a goal. Because if you are anything like me, you can see the standardized ways, the mass market approach, and it's not optimizing your potential, it's not optimizing your time on, it's not optimizing your time off. Like sure, you can get by, you can get things done, you can, but is that how you want to live? You want to get to know yourself, you want to use time as a tool for you, not Use your body and your mind and your creativity as a tool for time. Like imagine how much time you would actually save when you stop trying to force your unique circle self into a square-shaped hole. Not to mention how much more fun life gets when you stop being a follower and start being a leader of yourself, of your time. Like time hackers are creating new ways of doing things that aren't taught in schools, aren't taught in corporations, or any other training you will find online. We are the only community doing what we're doing, taking on outdated time norms and time tools and adapting them for the times we are in. That's why we are achieving more in 50% of the time while doing less. Like, think about that for a minute. What would you do, what will you do, when you are achieving more in 50% of the time 
without doing all the busy work, like what would you do with, let's just say one more hour a day, which is like the bare minimum. If you got one more hour a day, every single day for the rest of your life, what would that be worth? Like even in 10 years, an hour a day is 3,650 hours back, which is over 150 days back, like over 20 weeks. And I should say that's 150 full days with 24 hours. So if you to think about like an out there social day as being, you know, 12 hours, it's 300 days back. You're basically getting another year back in 10 years, right? So this is what I want you to think about today. Are you ready to drop the mass marketization of time and come and not only learn, but create the non-standardized methods happening inside Time Hackers? This is the best gift you can get to give to yourself, right? One year back for an investment of 3,000 pounds, is that worth it? And that's like a minimum, that's just one hour a day. So you can head to course.vickylouise.com forward slash time hyphen hackers. So that's right, people, we have a new page set up, a new link for you. So you can find out more at that new page. I will link it in the show notes. And I will add that with that new page comes two new updates to the Time Hackers program. So the first is new call times. So we cover every single time zone. Calls now rotate from 9 a.m. UK time and 4 p.m. UK time. So we're covering everyone. And we also have a payment plan option open right now. We are making it easier and easier because we know your time is precious. And I should add, we just had our latest time hacker join and share how she created change on day one as well. That's like the third person in the last two weeks to say that. This keeps happening because when you are in a room where the dominant belief is that things don't take time, things stop taking time. <laughs> Right? You become a time hacker the moment you say yes. The link is in the show notes. Now is your time. Bye, love. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.